Welcome back. It's another episode of uh, Waifu Warriors. Um, my name is Brian. Always, as always, with me are Eric and Anthony. Um, this week we're uh, reviewing uh, Heavenly Delusions, um, an anime uh, that was uh, sort of locked in Hulu jail, and um, I think I think fell under uh, quite a few radars, but. Um, we we decided to take a uh, watch of it. Wait, was this one on Hulu? I thought it was uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus in uh, Japan and some other countries. Hulu in America. Oh, okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Which, so I mean, what did what did we think about it? Uh, how did everybody how did everybody feel about the anime? Uh, well, this is by total coincidence another one that I've already watched before. So this is my second time going through it again. And I liked it a lot more than I did the first time around. Not to say I didn't like it the first time, but I think this one was definitely worth a second watch. It was really good. There's a lot to mm. pick up on. Were you... um? <laughs> so, yeah, I... I'll say that I'll say that there was some stuff that um, you didn't pick up. On. I was not really aware of as as we were going through the show, and so I'm kind of curious to know what you picked up on on in the second viewing, and, and, and to know if it's the same things that I missed in the first, uh-huh. or and and you've also you you completed the manga as well before you started rewatching the anime, right? Uh yeah, well I caught up on the manga. It's not done yet. You caught well, yeah yeah, but you, you yeah. read up through the manga. Um, was the stuff that you caught in the in the rewatch was that a result of reading re- catching up in the manga, or was it just stuff that you you would have learned watching in your first watch through oh it's just stuff you could pick up from the anime because by the time that i got through um to the point where the anime ended in the manga i was Mm. still like catching things that i didn't when i was watching it the first time and then when i went back and watched the anime they were all there too so it's not gotcha it's not stuff that you have to read the manga to catch for sure Mm mm-hmm so what what stuff what what are some examples of stuff that you caught in your second watch through? Okay, so so you watched through the whole first or the the entire last episode, right? Like you got to the end credits scene and everything. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so with the context that everything that you're watching in heaven has happened in the past. <laughs> so about that. So yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> so even even after that ending portion. Uh-huh. That that we we I watched that scene, I saw that. Yeah. I still didn't understand that that was that was in the past. Oh. <laughs> like, I was very confused. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I, um, you know, with the the bright shining city on the horizon, they're pulling up to like it looks like Tokyo. Right. I I really thought that it was just another situation. It was like a situation of they 
just just Japan was fucked and everything else was fine and they were just like going and and in like I I don't know I don't know what I, I don't know fully what I thought uh-huh. but like I thought that everything with um um everything with Maru and Kiriko <laughs> was happening in conjunction with heaven well or with with the school the uh the anime kind of implies that the whole time you're watching it right up until the end they that, want see, that's you to what i thought that. too yeah <coughs> oh okay oh uh, no Eric, i thought I, I was under the end. i thought you were saying it implies that it was the past i thought i knew it was from the past from the start oh you did yeah i was like oh all right like whenever they did that flat i was like this is a flashback 100 percent because of uh the stuff that Mario was talking about, where he's just like, I'm trying to find someone that looks just like me. And then they showed someone that looks just like him. And I was like, oh, the girl that looks just like him. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I also that thought that Tokyo that was, was a boy until like episode eight. Oh. <laughs> until, and literally, and literally until Tokyo, they were, they told Tokyo that she was pregnant. I thought Tokyo was a boy. Granted, granted, Hulu kind of fucked me because it it like cuts during the the closing credits. Uh-huh. So it um it cut off the scene where uh, she and um what's his name Kona uh, Kona. Uh, were were fucking uh-huh and and which so until like genuinely until they they were like yeah you're pregnant i was like what's going on <laughs> <laughs> it's none, none of this makes sense <laughs> so yeah well I, uh, again that's something that that's intentional it wasn't supposed to be clear right away that kona is a girl or sorry not kona tokyo is a girl yeah um, it's it's supposed to be vague because when they're talking about Maru and finding someone who looks just like him, you're thinking, "There's the person that's Maru's brother mm-hmm. or something," and that's how right. that's kind of how yeah. they present it. That that's what I assumed was that Maru was going to find Tokyo and, um somehow this injection that he had was going to save Tokyo. Uh-huh. And yeah, it was um it was a uh, very much not not the case. <laughs> no. It's it's even more vague in the manga because you don't have the the help of the voice actor to figure it out. Mhm. Right. So yeah, pretty much right up until they say that she's pregnant, you you could be thinking one way or the other. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that you're but... wrong there. Yeah, but then, I mean, with with the revelation of a that's a Tokyo's female and b everything that was happening at the school was in the past. A lot of things I, I can understand what you meant by going back and watching it made a lot of things click that didn't initially, mm-hmm. like um, um, uh, what's uh, Usami, Doctor Usami? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, that was, that made that, gave that so much more context. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that kind of helped, um, let you know it was in the past, even before the end of the episode, because he gets that scar on his forehead. 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, you said true. Uh, Usami. Wrong doctor. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you you know who Usami is then, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. See, that's something I didn't catch on the first watch. Um, and of course, that means that the uh, <coughs> the his companion there—that's Minihime. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> and then when you're watching it with the context of that last episode and he has the button in his hand, that's like, mm-hmm. that's yeah. a pretty heartbreaking scene because that's the first gift she ever gave him. And yeah. he's holding it as he dies. Cause like watching it through the first time, I assumed that that was just like his daughter or his, or his kid that was, that he was protecting or helping or something like that. I didn't, I didn't realize yeah, no, that's that. the same for me. I did not realize that that was his um, romantic interest. I thought it was a child. Yeah. 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 I The way she was talking to him just reminded me too much of like a Sundere girl. And I was like, so. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, just the, like, ah, the, nah, like, this has got to be. It, it's hard to tell her the, age the because whole... she's, her body's just destroyed at that point. Mm-hmm. But I assumed yeah. that, that, that I don't, I just assumed it was someone that he knew and then whenever like once the button thing happened I was like oh okay that's how I kind of was like I know who this is now yeah so you mentioned the scar on his forehead I I guess I missed who that is oh who um what child that was that wasn't one of the child children that was oh you know the guy in glasses Sawatari the guy who got hit in the head in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he is Dr. Sakura, the one who did the brain transplant surgery. I just... Because the whole, the whole show, um, Kiriko's looking for a doctor with a scar on his forehead. And she right, has that yeah. photo of him. And then he gets hit in the... Uh, uh, I just wouldn't. I, I could uh, like. I missed. I missed that entirely, and I guess it's because Sawatari has black hair. Yeah. Yeah. And it just like I. I would have never ever in my life put that together. He goes was... through some changes after <laughs> the last episode. It was a good uh, fifteen years as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Actually. But... In the manga, he changes pretty quickly. It's pretty funny what happens after hmm. the uh, anime ends there for him. Huh. I don't want to say it then, because I do want you to read the manga. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. I, this is one that I, I definitely I, I want to read the manga for. Mm-hmm. But what were you saying? Um. But no, I, I think that the even even with all of that revelation, at least for me personally, the biggest just twist in this entire freaking show was was Robin. Oh and, yeah, and like like, and it's it's not even it's not even that they like wrote it super well or anything like that. It was just because, and I told I told Eric this. It was just because he looks like Spike Spiegel. <laughs> like in my head, there was like I, I, there was no way that he could do 
do the Yeah, wrong. he was just a he, good guy he, from the beginning. He was gonna, yeah, he was going to be the good guy. Oh, man. And and then he he turned out to be yeah. that. I mean, <laughs> even like, even okay. him, if you go back and watch the first episode, he's just kicking two guys into the dirt long after they've given up. Yeah. He he was never a good guy. You're just seeing right. it from the perspective of um I forget <clears throat> his name before he became Kiriko. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh it's all uh, skewed. Right. But other than that, things that were revealed like the children being the monsters themselves. Mm-hmm. That I didn't that see was, coming. That was a really yeah. That was a really cool uh, thing. And I mean, they, they did a really good job of kind of like dropping that information and then and then slowly, like, if you're paying attention, you see it immediately, but then also slowly doling that information out to mm-hmm. you as well. Like, uh, when I watched it the first time, I thought that the children in heaven were were soldiers that they were creating to fight the monsters because they had all the monsters Mm -hmm. powers (laughs) they Mm -hmm. had all the same powers and i never once thought oh this is the past these are who they're going to become in the future and i feel like i really should have picked that up because there were a lot of hints they weren't super obvious but they hinted at it the whole way through I think that the biggest hint for me, or, or the the, I think the aha moment was the the fish with the arms. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that's what really I was just like, bam, okay, the these these children are are clearly connected to these monsters. But again, at the same time, at that point in the the show, I thought these were concurrent timelines. Yeah, yeah, as you're supposed to. <laughs> Right. But so I uh thought that you know I I thought that I thought somehow they were creating the monsters. Yeah. Like their their powers were creating the monsters in the outside world. I mm-hmm. definitely thought that also because Kona's drawings then you saw the fish and the fish was real. Yeah. Uh speaking of the fish though, the whole episode <laughs> about the fish its name was Cuckoo. Uh, which is the name of the girl who becomes the fish. Huh. Yeah, so... <laughs> like, if I paid any attention to that, I probably would have thought, why is the episode named after the girl when we're mostly seeing the fish? Yeah. <laughs> like, she she played a big role in the heaven portion of the episode, but then mm-hmm. two-thirds of the episode was the fish. I didn't, I'll, I'll admit, I did not pay any, really any attention to na- episode mm-hmm. names. So that that is interesting. Yeah, I, I never really paid attention to the episode names too much, just because, I mean, even with, I don't think I really ever paid attention to episode names of anything, just because I feel like they give away too much sometimes. Uh-huh. So I just ignore episode names most for pretty much any show. Yeah, I didn't pay attention when I was watching it the first time, but... This time I did get as much long, information as possible out of it, huh? 
I was going to say, how long before you two figured out that the uh, old lady at during the heaven portion was uh, just trying to go for immortality? Oh, you mean with the um, brain the transplant? President. Yeah. I, I I mean, I assumed that she was evil from yeah, the Yeah, she was never I, a good I person. <laughs> I, I didn't know what, uh, what her goals were. They, I, I figured she was going for immor- some type of immortality, like, pretty much right from the start when the robot showed up. Mm. But I was, whenever I first saw the, the weird AI thing, I was like, oh, she's trying to figure out, like, two different methods of immortality using creating the perfect mm-hmm. body and also, if need be, digitizing herself. What mm-hmm. made you think that? Because I don't, I don't think it, that Just was... an old lady that was in charge of experiments on children. Oh, gotcha. There were, there were a lot of things I feel like, which I don't think it was a problem, but a lot of things that were very obviously telegraphed, like... Mm-hmm. Well, and that that was something that uh, that kind of drew me to it was I'd, I'd seen just a very like overview review of the show that was that they they let a lot of subtext do the storytelling in the show yeah. and I, yeah. and that's very much the case and I and I appreciate that about that mm-hmm. the show. I think it's I'm just, neat that oh sorry you want to go ahead I was first. Just gonna say, I was gonna say uh, I'm just surprised that. Uh, like what? At what point did you know that Anthony that the uh, heaven portion was in the past? Uh, not until they showed Tokyo in the background as they were leaving in the last episode. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, when I was watching it, I was also watching it week to week as it came out. Yeah. So it was really spread out and information didn't stick as well episode to episode. Okay. So I, I think that definitely uh, impacted what information I was able to put together by the end. Um, there, there was so much that like I felt made it very obvious. It was in the past, like the whole, yeah. uh, when they pretty much, especially once they, uh, we're like, oh, we're going to go to this location. And it was like the Ibaraki uh, location. Oh, the facility there? Yeah, and they get there and there's no facility left, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, see, I, again, I just, I was like, oh, okay. It was just, they abandoned it. They abandoned everything except for the Heaven facility. Yeah, like they're just after the, the world collapsed. Somewhere else, right? <laughs> <coughs> they just moved somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, clearly they're not gonna they're not gonna have this huge facility doing something totally morally reprehensible in the middle of a populated region. That was kind of my thought. Hmm. I mean, I guess I'm just when Brian <laughs> told me initially that he didn't know it was the past. I was just I'm so confused. As to how <laughs> I couldn't figure it out because I was like, ah, oh, this is the past. That was the first episode for me. I just yeah. assumed it was. On the like, second watch through, as I'm seeing all these things that I should have picked up on while I watched it the first time, but I didn't. I was I was like, man, Eric is going to he's going to know that this is the past from the very beginning. <laughs> well, like part of the reason why I, I knew was like 
the Mar- Mario's thing of wanting to look for someone that looks like him, and then Tokyo looking like him, but Tokyo looking like a younger version of him. Uh-huh. I was like, there's two things that two things that kind of crossed my mind at that point. It was like, okay, Tokyo either uh, because I already knew kind of the situation with uh, uh, Kiriko. Uh-huh. With the weird, like, I saw everyone talking about, oh, I'm not, uh, body-wise, I'm a woman up here, I'm a, I'm a man. Mm-hmm. So, I just assumed that Maru was a girl, too, the first oh. episode, uh-huh. because of Tokyo. And I, that's why I was like, okay, maybe Maru forgot his past, and this is, and then they said how many years, it's like, okay, that's not a 15-year jump. Yeah. But I was like, there's got to be the age, the way they looked like, I think Tokyo is what, 14 at that Uh, point? I cannot remember. And Maru's definitely got to be at least 17, 16, 17. Maru is uh, 15 in the story. 15, okay. Yeah. He got that like super strength, but I guess that's because he's not a normal human. Yeah, no. I mean, he's yeah. the child of two of these genetically engineered children himself. Yeah. Yeah, which makes that make makes that make a lot more mm-hmm. sense. But somehow he got a little bit. To why he was he got the like, better end of the stick, apparently. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Well, he he's able to kill the things. He by is simply touching them. I wonder and why. I wonder why. Uh, well, remember that they show Tokyo, the two kids from Tokyo, but right. there's a lot of heavy implications that Tokyo only has one kid. No, that is definitely a clone. Yeah, like, so I wonder if he may not even be the real one. And he may have just been the Flash clone that they made. Yeah. And and they don't even know. Yeah, because the doctor lost track of him, and the best he could come up with is, "Oh, I, I, the mark on their foot," which all he did was just draw on it with a marker. <laughs> was like, good job. I, I assume that what he was going for with that was after the after he manages to pull everything together and test them to figure out who's who. Uh, there's a visual distinction so that he doesn't lose them again. Again, yeah, yeah. At least that's what I hope he was going for. <laughs> Other than that, the guy the guy probably was uh, having a bit of a concussion. <laughs> yeah, I, I took it good. as he didn't know what, what was going on anymore because he was already like, he was just like, fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's happening. I he just, was... I didn't get my promotion. <laughs> I found out that the girl that I, I almost feel like it was implied that he had a crush on the woman that did get the promotion. Oh, yeah, that's I don't even think that was implied. But also, yeah. at the same time, he wasn't happy that she got it when he wanted it. So he it's good that he didn't things. get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he did, it's, he would have uh, been candidate for brain transplant number one. Gosh. Poor guy. I like that line, though. When you uh, consent to becoming the assistant director naturally you're consenting to one day becoming the director <laughs> you just don't know yeah, what that, that was, means that her mental yeah. leap there was astounding <laughs> <laughs> mental leap. let me just pick it up and put it in his head <laughs> oh man 
Uh, so, so other children who were the monsters, who did you guys figure out? So I'm assuming that um, the girl... Uh, Ashura becomes the uh, bird. Totori. Sorry, who? Ashura. Ashura? Becomes a bird. The oh, Ashura? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Asura. But at the same time, it, it kind of confuses me because they say that, but that woman also <clears throat> says that that's her son? Yeah, okay. So think- with that... But I guess there could be... There isn't anything that says that they can't be two of the sim- two similar monsters. So but, Oh, yeah, so her son ate it. Never her mind. Son. Her son was ate by it. That's what yeah. it was. And they... Yeah. I forgot that they... Yeah. And they do the whole thing. Where, like, if they're eight, they... Some people believe that they become yeah. a monster, which isn't the case. I don't no. think. No, that's not right. for sure. Yeah, that never mind. I forgot that 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 little tiny bit that was just kind of said, but it was more probably just a coping mechanism that some of the people yeah. came up with. No, that that thing was keeping her alive because she was feeding it customers. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, good strategy for her, I guess. Until suddenly, it couldn't eat the customers anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then it ate what it could. And then uh, hmm? Totori, the, the girl that was running the... She wanted to become the queen of hotels. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming was Taka and... um, uh, What was her name? Anzu? Anzu. Taka and Anzu's kid. Uh, see. She looks because like she, him. She, she just looks the, like them. She looks like him, and she has a has a core, yeah, as well. Yeah, she does, which is suspicious. She's definitely one of them. Yeah, but also it of the the kids that are born, it, she also kind of makes it feel like the kids that are born like that don't have powers, and I have to wonder if the children that are born of two. Maybe since they don't have powers, it doesn't cause the core to awaken. Because I, I feel like as uh, they use their powers, the core is what corrupts their body. I but. I don't think that's the case because there is a third one that we see and they had powers. Uh, the The baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the baby because that one she's baby. That one was a little bit confusing just because there was still the Hiroko and the baby. But yeah. I imagine that means that Juichi's Well, no, the hmm? the Hiroko killed all those women. Yeah. Or, and I was gonna say maybe the, the one of the women was the woman that had the baby was the Hiroko that attacked, but she, no. they were already No, dead. you're you're on to that. Um that is definitely the case. Okay, it just didn't. The story didn't add up in certain portions because they're like both of them were already dead. Yeah, they were so hung. like after they die, they become these monsters, right? So they were hung, but then, but then one of them must have already been sick, had the disease, and after yeah. dying, became the monster. Because remember that little, the little superhero charm that Juichi has. Yeah, I I mm-hmm. saw the that. two the two women I... he was with or you know with 
they gave him that, and they each had one also. Mm-hmm. And the Hiroko had one too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remembered I remembered seeing seeing that on the Hiroko, and it made me think that Juichi was the Hiroko and was like switching back and forth. And we were about to find out that they were like humans that could change back. Oh, and forth like Attack on Titan. Indeed. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I assumed we were about to have Attack on Titan situation. I think I would be upset if that was the case. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure that there are going because they had someone's continuing these experiments in some way. So there's definitely going to be someone that can at least <coughs> do. I imagine in the future that understands them quite a bit and finds a way to maybe not control them directly but use something to either control or make portions of their body transform because otherwise some what was the point of the core if not to make some like you said essentially a, a super soldier maybe not the intent of being a super soldier well actually no Probably the intent of being a super soldier because she had all those uh, people, foreign diplomats and uh, what I assume were probably people related to the military visiting the facility that one time. They they called those babies soldiers at one point, too. Yeah, so. Um, But they they definitely didn't know about the cores. Remember when they saw um, uh, the first guy? No, the second guy who died. Rena, um, Rena or Taro. I, I know who. Yeah, oh, Taro, when they cremated his body it, and yeah. the core was left behind, they were all horrified yeah. mm-hmm. to see what that thing was left there. So I don't think they put those there on purpose. Yeah. I think. Mm. Uh, I think the computer is evil. <laughs> the computer. The computer definitely <laughs> is. There's something up with it, and think, th- did yeah. they ever say what the name of the computer was? Uh, it's Mina. Oh, that's kind of disappointing. Why is that disappointing? So, I figured that, and this is just this is just because of Darker Than Black. I don't know if either of you have ever seen that. I don't think so. But there's a whole thing of Izanami and Izanagi, and... I think uh I if I remember correctly in the story of Izanami and Izanagi their firstborn child is named Hiroko. Oh, interesting. So, and their thing is like one of I think Izanami had the power to create land and forest and stuff like that i forget what izanagi's power was but it, the it the point of izanami and izanagi is like re rebirth of the world uh-huh mm. and that's they, they're supposed to be the ones that created uh japan mm. oh okay mm. so they created the world the one created uh the land one created the people and their child was named Hiroko. I believe so. I'm pretty certain. Let me look that up real quick. That would fit perfectly into the themes of the show. Wouldn't it? 
uh yeah that that's why i'm like i'm kind of surprised they didn't just name well i guess that that would be too on the nose probably <laughs> yeah no it's the computer's mina like everyone Let's see. <clears throat> but that thing is definitely evil. I don't think it's a computer either. Yeah, I, I just kept assuming that this was like going to be alien, like meteor just hits the earth and alien shit happens. Uh -huh. yeah. That's what I thought. So, like these creatures, they're probably they're aliens that came and invaded. <coughs> and they're making soldiers to fight yeah. them. I don't think that's the case anymore, though. So, in medieval times, Ebisu's origin came to be tied together with that of Hiroko, the first child of Izanagi and Izanami, born without bones, hmm. or in some stories, without arms and legs, due to his mother's transgressions during the marriage ritual. Huh. Uh, hmm. And I, there's even, like, he was cast away. Hiroko was cast away into the sea uh, on a boat of reeds. And then eventually, uh, this was done on his third birthday, eventually washes ashore. Uh, then is taken care of by uh, the Ainu Ebisu Saburo. And there's just like. Certain imagery that reminds me that even kind of, I guess, adds that leads up to that because the whole they're they get on the boat and they go to shore <laughs> to Japan. Uh -huh. And uh, I don't remember exactly if there's anything that comes from it, comes from like anything bad from Ebisu because Ebisu uh. slash Hiroko because Hiroko. I think he's just the god. Just ends up being the god of something fairly normal. Nothing like outright crazy, uh -huh. but uh, there's like I think once they once once Hiroko washes ashore, becomes Ebisu because the person that finds him grows a skeleton, grows the rest of their limbs which hmm. is kind of like huh that's not normal for a normal child to do no <laughs> so, uh, i i it just feels like there it feels like there's a lot of japanese folklore involved in this and mm -hmm. it definitely feels like like um it, it definitely felt inspired by like onis and the different, the different type of, or not Oni's, uh, yokai, and and the different sort of like creatures that you 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 would get from those from uh -huh. the yokai. I can see that. I am glad that you brought that up about Hiroko, though, because it it felt yeah, significant, cool. and I just never looked up why they were called that. Well, I just I went to go make sure that maybe just to see if other people caught that or at least thought that and uh apparently in one of the episodes of uh in one of the episodes i just didn't notice the picture uh but behind the president there's 
a picture oh, of yeah. Izanami Izanagi. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know why. I tried to send the picture in the chat, but it's in his, I guess it must be, what was it, a web? I remember that scene, though. It's 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 in the scene where she's talking about switching yeah. her brain. With the, so yeah. uh, it was more obvious than I realized because well I guess if you don't know about that little bit then I guess yeah. it would be super obvious. Yeah. No, that's a cultural reference that I did not get. That's interesting though because the whole time she's talking about the the jeweled spear of the heavens, and the only thing I picked up from that was mm-hmm. oh look they're holding a spear from the heavens. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna bring yeah. the apocalypse. Right, and that's what this is. Like, if you look up, if you look up Izanagi, <laughs> that that picture is that is the one of the pictures that uh, does exist in the real world of Izanami and Izanagi. Interesting. Okay, so I guess that was a little more overt than I thought. <laughs> yeah, it's probably one of those things that if you're yeah. if you're Japanese and know about Shintoism, you're probably going to be like, oh, this is obvious. But if you've never encountered anything that really talks about Shintoism, Mm -hmm. like the only reason I knew about it was just because of another anime. Like, (laughs) right. Darker Than Black gets really heavy into that whole thing Mm. of uh, recreation of worlds and gods and all that gotcha. that kind of i guess that kind of worked out <laughs> yeah well that's cool i didn't know that but like I'm trying to th- well i don't hmm. know if we've ever seen the bones of any of the hiroko well uh, no we haven't they just like yeah turn into goop. but as children as children, after the cremation ceremony, they were picking the bones out. Uh, so they definitely have bones. Yeah. As children. Yeah. Don't know about after that, though. <laughs> Secretly picking the bones out was a reference to Hiroko being born without bones. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. So I did, I, I was just thinking, I've, I've been thinking about, you know, who could be what uh-huh. now, like, furiously thinking about it. And I'm pretty sure Uma is the creature in the basement. Uma? Oh, you mean Oma? At the... Oh, Oma? oh that's weird. They okay. spell it with two O's here? I, I was... Huh. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I didn't remember that, that her name was Oma. But that's the Hidoko oh, yeah. in the basement. <laughs> that's her. Yeah, um, Usagi's, or Usami's. Uh, yeah. That's really sad, place. too, because Mimihime, yeah. like, befriended her. She was still with Mimihime yeah. when she became a monster. Yeah. Oh, right. man. Yeah, I really... Oma made me, I feel really bad for her. That was so sad. Yeah. Yeah, that was. <laughs> like, I thought this was just, they, they introduced all these kids, and I was like, oh, they're just going to be annoying brats. And then, and then she showed up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Man. 
it was kind of weird though. Do the the youngest group of children, Oma's grade, did they like have have some sort of enhanced danger sense when they all looked to the sky and knew that something was about to come down on them? There was definitely something up with yeah, them. Like they all yeah. seemed a little bit fucked in the head. Uh-huh. Almost. And I wouldn't because they were the way they're like, here's the new students. They were the new generation. The fact that they kept making more and more of these babies, mm-hmm. they were trying to refine something. So they must have. Like if you can create a soldier that's able to sense danger like that. Yeah, that would be super useful. Yeah. Because if you have something that can react before the actual issue arises, you can essentially either prepare or take it out beforehand. Mm-hmm. Just imagining a fucking army of these children with powers dropping in to a fucking terrorist hideout and wiping them out. Yeah. Oma just goes around and looks at all of them and they all just freak the fuck out. Which <laughs> <laughs> is kinda oh. kinda sad that this is <laughs> that it's just child soldiers and, and immortality. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. Like I get the immortality thing, but I feel like my idea of putting your brain in a robot's better than using children. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually I really want to talk about some stuff from the manga, but I, I want you guys to read it, so I'm not going to, because they they talk about this a little more there, and what's going on with uh, the the soldier aspect of things. So if you guys are interested in continuing the story, I definitely recommend it. I don't know if this one will be getting a second season ever because it sold pretty poorly in Japan. Oh, so maybe, maybe I've seen so. uh, like rumblings of a second season, but that doesn't really mean a whole lot. Yeah, like there's a couple talks on from some people that have gotten other leaks right for anime uh-huh. recently saying that there's a second season coming. I sure hope so, because it could use it. And lately, it feels like uh, studios are more open to uh, just doing stuff as long as it is uh, popular somewhere. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's popular here, so... Yeah. And America, I... I've seen some people say that America a, has a bigger market for anime now than Japan, but I don't know if that's quite true yet. I wouldn't be super it's, surprised. Yeah, uh, it's getting there. Yeah. Uh, so it's not... It wouldn't be too far-fetched. Yeah, like right now, as of 2023, the market is like out uh, over 2 billion uh and the global anime market is estimated at 28 billion and then by 2030 the US anime market is estimated to be almost 
about six to seven billion. Wow. And okay. Japan. Okay, I figured that people that were saying U.S. is the biggest anime market was a little bit absurd, but uh, the market in Japan is still bigger. It makes up forty percent, forty-two percent, but that's still not like it's odd that it's less than like eighty percent now. Uh huh. So I, <laughs> I could see. I I hope that it continues to get adapted, but at least the at least we are getting the manga physical in America. Yeah, and the manga is good and still ongoing. So- yeah. So, Anthony, how many chapters are out? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Give me one second. There's nine, at least, Tonkoban volumes released. So probably about eight. Well, I guess depending, it could be six to seven chapters. So probably like 60 to 70 chapters. Fifty nine. Mm-hmm. Fifty nine. <clears throat> so uh, I'm just I'm uh, out of curiosity. I've been I've been uh-huh. looking around myself. So the first season adapted around thirty five chapters. That'd probably be volume four. So yeah. So we're we're not we're not quite to the point yet where they even have enough material for the no, second season. No, probably not. So we we probably wouldn't wouldn't get any guarantee of anything of, of a second season for maybe another yeah. year or so. There's still time. Yeah, I would I would definitely say with the with the boost in just like notice that it's gotten here recently, I think that it it would there's potential for us to get a second season. That would be cool for sure. I just couldn't wait anymore. Yeah. I needed to know what happens. <laughs> no, I, I probably, I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm most likely gonna go ahead and just read. Yeah, it's a good story. It continues really well. Uh, the interesting thing is the manga sold out on Amazon and Crunchyroll. Really? Yeah, wow. at least the first volume is sold out. Oh, here uh, in the United States. Yeah. Gotcha. I was like, I'll just start buying the volumes, and (laughs) I'm struggling (laughs) to find someone that has volume one in stock. (laughs) Oh, Barnes and Noble does. Oh, cool. Oh no, it's the ebook. Never mind. Never mind. Oh. Uh, Huh. That is weird. That I assume it's going to be restocked. I hope so. Mm -hmm. I'll. I'll go to Barnes and Noble this weekend. See if they have oh, it. Okay, Books a Million has it in stock on their website. Okay. The one I guess because no one knows about knows Books a Million still in business. Ships in on order. Ships yeah. in two to four weeks. So Ouch. it sold out technically on Books a Million as wow. well. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, this is all good news though. If it's selling out, I'm happy to hear that. Because I do want more. <laughs> yeah, 
and the English release date, uh, I didn't even know, they've been releasing the volumes in America since 2019. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, December 30th, 2019 was when Volume 1 came out in America. The next volume coming out is Volume 7 in April of next year. Hmm. But it looks like their average. Well, they were doing. They did. 2019 was volume one. 2021 was volume two. Then they did three, four, five, all within uh, about a 12 month period. Uh huh. And then six came out in September this year. Very odd release schedule, but. As long as it's coming out, I guess it's. Yeah, it's a little strange considering how far they are along in the Japanese release. Uh, but it does release slowly. It's only a once a month type thing instead of weekly. Mm-hmm. So, but the, I'll definitely I didn't buy re- hmm? the, uh, the company releasing it in America, Dempa. Mm-hmm. Started out and started in 2018, and it was started by the former vice president of Faku. Faku's the the hentai hentai one. Yeah, (laughs) that's wild. Okay, huh? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know Dempo. I thought. I was like, oh, this is something I could see Viz being the one that licensed this, but I guess not. Yeah, I haven't heard of them before. Okay. Weird history. Yeah, they they've, re- they've released a couple things. There are quite a few manga, actually. In five-year time, they got <coughs> like 40, almost 40 licenses hmm anything we'd recognize uh let's see they've released a mo- one of the two Gundam things it looks like they did oh, really? which I, I didn't even realize I, one of the manga I've been buying the girl with the Sanpaku eyes they released that uh they did Tawawa on Monday It looks like it's it's a little bit of a little bit of like uh, big name things, and then a lot of uh, smaller, less known, lesser known manga that mm-hmm. probably are really popular in Japan, but not as popular here. Oh, and then they Ooh. also have done a couple Fate uh, stuff things. Oh, okay, and. There's too much fate. So yeah, I was gonna say I feel like everybody's had a crack at publishing fate. <laughs> yeah, I mean they no one no one uh, publisher in America could ever handle the sheer amount of fate shit that comes out. <laughs> no, definitely not. But I looking at the manga cover, I'm surprised that they like you can definitely tell that I think they refined the art style a little bit more from the manga artwork. 
but oh into the uh anime in the anime yeah but it does still look very very similar it's not like some manga where you look at the anime you look at the manga and it's almost like two different series oh yeah i like that they kept all the round face also if you're looking at the english cover the japanese cover is completely different well that makes sense it's kind of like kirby versus japan where kirby in america is angry and looks like he's gonna kill kirby in japan is happy <laughs> yeah so oh wait i might be wrong i was looking at volume nine's cover which would not be in english yeah, so that we wouldn't even know what that one's going to look like. Yeah, I just looked at Volume 1 of Japan and Volume 1 of America is the same cover. Okay, my bad. But I, I really like the art style. I just, I don't know, it reminded me of older anime a little bit. Yeah. Also, um, what episode was it? The one with um, the freezing Hiroko. I forgot that what was cool. number. That the had... art style change. And... Yeah. I definitely wanted to talk mm-hmm. about that. That was a really neat episode. Yeah. It felt more uh, comedic, but also a lot darker than the rest of them. Yeah. The the yeah. art style changed the, the, when they show the vision being frozen over as the frost was forming on the eyeball. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, this is, this is good. Production IG does is really, really good. And I wish they did more anime, but I, understand why they may not do as much just because when they do something they do a they put in work yeah i was gonna say if it means the stuff that they do put out is good i'll take it like they in recent years they haven't done as much anime just because they they've been focusing a lot on haikyuu lately Mm -hmm. but I think Haikyuu might be over now. They also did Psychopaths, so. Oh, that was them? Yeah. Psychopaths, Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex, uh, Blood Plus, uh, Brian's, uh, little Brian's anime, uh, Gargantia on the Verderous Planet. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> like production ig story-wise may not always be a banger but their animation is on point yeah it's not their fault for the story though that's yeah the source material most of the time yeah you can only do so much with that sometimes like uh, there are times where you can probably fix it but mm-hmm that's that's not a big deal. As long as it looks pretty, that's all I care about with them. Because normally, normally they they pick up some decent material to to adapt, so it's not too big a deal. Yeah, and I'm really into Heavenly Delusion's story, also, so that helps. Which now, like, if you like Heavenly Delusion, it might be worth actually checking out Darker Than Black. You think? Darker they... Than Black also is. Like, like I said, it has the references to Shintoism, but it also has the people with special powers uh, thing going for it. And it's like the underworld. And uh, there, it's like, it takes place after a major world event happens that is 
kind of detrimental to the world as a whole. Like an apocalypse event like this one? or Not quite apocalypse level, but there's... So what happens is there's two gates that form on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is the heaven gate and one is the hell gate. And they appear in South America somewhere. I forget where. And the other one, of course, appears in Japan because conveniently <laughs> Japan is the epicenter of all bad things happening in anime because, <laughs> you know, I guess it takes place in Japan. It's just like how in Marvel movies they all end up in America eventually. Right. Yeah. But it it's like a, a mix of uh like crime but also supernatural mystery stuff. Mm, okay. I'll give it a shot. There's also well, I... a girl that carries around a gigantic anti tank rifle in the second season, so very cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's all you need to do to uh, get <laughs> interested. With girls. Give girls guns. That's a major and selling look, point. Heavenly Delusion gave... Uh, it, yeah. The kitty code, <laughs> yeah. The kitty beam. That's all that matters. It's, there's boobs and there's guns. <laughs> Perfect anime. <laughs> Look, Maru, it worked on Maru. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, mm, yeah. Gun. <laughs> he even knows how to barter. How to barter? I get to touch your boobs if we win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I do this, I touch your boobs. Didn't, didn't she offer that? Like, yeah, she, <laughs> that wasn't yeah. even do that. It was an yeah. offer, so it wasn't even his idea, but. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was yeah, yeah, not he even was. chance he wasn't even waiting go fight this bear <laughs> <laughs> Which, that bear was looking rough oh yeah yeah that was an ugly bear i could see why they thought it was a monster like when the bear showed up and they got up, up close i half expected it to be like oh yeah there's actually there's also zombies and <laughs> i was just like waiting and then it was just a bear that was that had like mange or whatever but yeah i mean like most of the the hiroko monsters are in a sense they, they're are. animals they look like animals yeah so minus the aren't the human portions that are attached the human portions that are attached like the fish with the human arms oh yeah yeah that and well i don't i don't think the bird had human parts did it I can't remember if the bird had anything human. It had like there it were the eyeball tentacles. tentacles. Yeah. But those weren't necessarily human eyes. And uh, Oma's monster had nothing that resembled a living being. Mm-hmm. I I assume that one was supposed to look like the the creatures that attacked Kiriko in the vision it gave, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Also, was the implication at the end of that episode that the people who took over the building are doomed because they left one of the the babies alive? Yeah. Okay. That's what I would I think. So. Just because otherwise it was weird to even focus on it. Yeah. 
So they didn't make it, I guess. Good. <laughs> yeah, they were kind of they were kind of awful. Yeah. Something that I, I'm sad at, that they never came back to was the when when Tokyo went to go see uh-huh. the quote unquote babies, and one of them says, <laughs> "Oh yeah, yeah." And and then they like they just never they never touch back on that. Like I, I kept expecting one of the the kids to like come up to Tokyo and be like, "Oh, I remember you," or no say time some, for like, that in season one. Shit. I'll pitch the manga to you again here, though. <laughs> <laughs> that comes later. Yeah, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have done it. There's a lot of stuff in this. In this, that definitely, it's done for a reason. Mm-hmm. Which I I, I appreciate yeah. that it's not just like we're gonna do something and then never reference it again. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes that's completely fine, but like if you're gonna yeah. throw out something <laughs> like that, you need to make sure you reference it again at some point in the future. Otherwise, yeah. why? Yeah, nope. That like everything else that they show is important. <laughs> <laughs> Which Brian, I think you you probably missed it since you weren't watching the after credit scene. But there is one where they show Kona's penis. <laughs> no comment. Now you just got to go back and watch it again to see it. Watch the whole anime from start to finish to try yeah. to figure out which episode it was in. Yep. Well, like whenever, whenever Brian w- didn't know about the the Kona Mimihime, like or not uh, Mimihime Tokyo thing, he uh-huh. I went Tokyo. and told him whatever he was, was like, "How did she get pregnant? I don't understand." I was like, "They literally show them about to have sex." <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that? Uh, no, no, it it was so much worse because it was it was Rebecca. Yeah. Rebecca told me she was like they they literally have sex in an episode. I go, Rebecca, I and I was sitting there, I'm like trying to figure out. I was like, how did Brian miss this? Because I was just like, it, it it literally happens, but I forgot that it was an after credit yeah, scene. He so it. I told Brian I got the yeah. episode right, but I, we couldn't find it. And then finally, I it was just like, well, we'll just let it roll. And then it, uh, I found the clip of it on YouTube and saw the credit portion. It was like, it's after credit scene. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Hulu does that stupid shit where it just is like, Oh, you want to just, we'll just auto skip. Same shit. Netflix does. Yeah. Netflix does it on their own originals that have yeah. after credit scenes, which is wild to me that. Yeah. What? Think they that, know what's coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, <laughs> You would think that they'd be... They'd At least be skip the credits, don't out, skip but... straight to the next episode. Yeah. Oh, but it... on that scene, how did she get there without being seen by the cameras? So, did you notice the thing when Ashura showed up in, uh, I think in Tokyo's bedroom and they, the camera feed just flashes? Yep. There's gotta be an outside, something outside and that may have also been the same thing that broke them out that's been interfering with it all or maybe mina was purposely doing that so she could create certain drama and certain things that happen Mm -hmm. 
because didn't Mina go down for repairs at some point or something like that? She did. She blue screened at one point, and then I don't remember if it was the same moment. Uh, the attack that's happened when the attack with the blue screen. I thought so. Yeah, someone was. There's got to be an outside yeah. source, and that was probably what it was. Was the outside source was interfering with the camera feeds to let certain things happen. I don't think it's outside. I think Mina is doing it on its own will. In the- See, I assume I assume that was Asura. Because Asura, they kept showing, like, Asura's shadow is still in the sky, even after she well, was... I think the only person that was dead. able to see that was Mimihime. It was. No, no, yeah, Mimihime. I thought that there were... I thought that some nah, of the children... Even Mimihime even it does say, I guess I'm the only one that has to see this. Yeah. Okay. But there uh, were other ones that were like, I'm I think Tokyo or someone said that they're going to find who killed Asura. Who killed mm. Asura? I don't remember that. that yeah, I it was like that, one. It was, was like Kona. a one line thing, which Kona. What was Kona's power? Was it for like able to see Mimihime can see into the future? It was uh, Kona it can see the future through drawings further yeah. ahead. And with greater clarity, I think I'm not. Yeah, really Mimihime's sure. Mimihime didn't know what the visions I, I, I meant. I guess neither one of them knew yeah, what they meant, but they no. just saw them in in different ways. They all have. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure that Kona's was telepathy because he was also in quote in contact. With, oh yeah, um, that's a good point. Uh, that Tokyo. wasn't Tokyo's power. Oh, yeah, so that means that Kona wasn't seeing the future. He was maybe unintentionally seeing Mimihime's dreams because Mimihime was able to see the past and the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's yeah. an interesting but theory. Without knowing what they were, she probably had no idea. And without him knowing that he maybe was just seeing these visions, he, well... Yeah, I think I think he just wasn't aware of what he was seeing. Uh-huh. And it just was without well, there's no reason ever. I wouldn't ever ask someone, "Hey, do you, did you dream up this fish that I drew?" <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, reading his power, people are there's things saying that he can seemingly draw events from the future but it's unknown whether he's aware of this or not Uh uh-huh and then he also can feel and find others he's synchronized with by focusing okay so that was and then and then i guess tokyo's power was the uh hardening thing she did the petrification yeah which would be why uh, maybe Maru has those like that superhuman strength. Is mm-hmm. his body is like naturally mm-hmm. harder? Yeah, Tokyo only has one power and that's listed, and it's can harden her body, entire body, and suspend herself in stasis. So that would 
I guess that that wouldn't really be too much of a great power, to be honest. <laughs> Can't really do a whole lot with it. I mean, they couldn't hurt her. Yeah. They couldn't take the baby. The baby who was not Maru. Speaking of the baby who is not Maru. That's got to be who Maru's going after, right? That's what I would assume. Okay. Oh, not yeah. Tokyo. I initially thought he was going to look for Tokyo. Yeah. But that makes, like, yeah. after they showed the two kids, it's like, oh, okay, well, it's not Tokyo, obviously. Yeah, his, his literal clone. The same face as him. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah. Whoever's the clone, who knows? Yeah, true. <laughs> I wonder In five years, when the manga know. finally ends, we'll find out. Oh, man. They've uh they've been doing a pretty good job yeah. at giving answers as things come. Definitely. I I I do want to see read more, like actually read the manga and get caught up because there's a lot there's a lot that I want to find out more about. There's some things that like overall I really like the show. I didn't really care for some of the events that happened in the last two episodes. Uh-huh. Just because I, yeah. I, I feel like we could have made someone evil without going that far. <laughs> right. But. Yeah. I definitely so want to see the more. So the assumption here is that that was yeah, happening Yeah, that's along, what was. Right? That's what they were sh- saying, I think. With the uh, pulling. Yeah. Kiriko's okay. memories. There we go. From, uh, so, from yeah. her body. Also. I'm, I'm going to be um, honest. I don't know you if you even heard anything point, I said. What's that? I don't know if you two even heard anything I said. No, yeah, yeah. I heard you. Okay, so I, I had been talking, uh, and then I look over, and I saw the red line, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. So there's yeah, a portion no. where I'm probably just talking <laughs> over you two, and you don't even know it. We'll fix it in post. It's okay. Yeah, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll do it What live. were you two talking about? <laughs> Uh, we, we, I basically, I, I said that the, the implication there was that, that, that yeah. was happening all along. And, um, Kiriko pulled memories from Kiriko's body from elsewhere. Yeah. No, I I'm just, I'm like, I rem- I forgot that oh, that okay. was a thing, and I started thinking about it. I'm just kind of like, it, it definitely, it makes me wonder if there's more, to, like, there definitely was something done to the skull. To the what? Uh, to, to the, mm-hmm. to her, the, the head, her head was cut open. Oh, yeah, obviously. yeah. But I, whenever the memory yeah. thing started happening, I was like, I wonder if. It's not so much that there was a brain transplant so much as there was half a brain transplant. Maybe. I mean, uh, genuinely, I assumed that Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. And it was just a, a, a traumatic experience. That, like, the traumatic experience of, of rounding a corner and seeing your brother half-eaten and pulling your brother's mm-hmm. body out of the mouth of a monster. 
And, um, and then, yeah, the, the, and then the whole, like, plot line, or, like, the plot point of, no, brain, brain transplants allow you to transfer your consciousness from one body to another was just a thing that, by one guy in this world. Uh, but (coughs) yeah, that just, just so happens. I I have to wonder (laughs) if it is only one guy because they talk about how he taught Robin certain medical, uh, stuff. Yeah. Robin's been studying under Mm -hmm. two doctors now. Yeah. So Robin is, I think Robin might be planning some weird shit because, you got one doctor that's good with prosthetics and like yep. generally keeping a human body alive. And you have another doctor that may, I don't think evil, but is using methods that are questionable to keep people alive. What, by the way, what was that? What was going on? In oh, that I think that oh. was just <laughs> person attached to another hiroko yeah that's a little disturbing yeah human experiments yeah no that's just another just another reason why robin is evil and a piece of shit after that after that i was just like okay robin (laughs) definitely like those children when he took in all those kids and had that orphanage he was kind of running it was not with good intentions ever yeah Mm -mm. like Oh, no. I wouldn't have been surprised if he was planning to sell off some of them into like the sex trade and then some of them in using them for experiments. I mean, he was but, already using them to make money yeah. through cart racing betting. He just didn't make it as obvious to them. No. And they felt like it was a family. They were helping the family out type of thing. Scaring people away from... Um those trying to rebuild society the ministry of reconstruction thing where he told them rumors about how they're going to come take him away yeah he was was always a bad guy and they showed it he just didn't seem like he was that bad of a guy he just seemed like he was just a piece of shit that was taking advantage of kids to make money Yeah. yeah man but what would you what would you two rate it overall Overall, I think uh, I think I would give it probably an eight out of ten. It was uh, like I enjoyed it, and it was it was it was a definitely a different mm-hmm. feel from your typical anime, but it's it's not it. it I, I don't even want to say that it had flaws. It, it's just not. Because it's not a typical anime, it's it's something that I, I don't think that every anime fan is going to Were to you enjoy. not one of them? Oh, no, no, no. I, I greatly enjoyed it. I just think that it, it's... It's not... It, it's, it's something that everyone should kind of enter with a grain of... With a... Take with a grain of salt, enter with a bit of caution. It, it's not going to be your typical... Mm-hmm anime ride right. yeah that i i think i'm around like 8.5 to 9 
I see like to me it has the potential of like possibly even being a 10 depending on the direction the series goes mm-hmm. but it's also one of those things where th- there is a lot of foreshadowing and a lot of setup that could completely fall flat at the ending because uh, if there's one thing I've learned you can ruin an, you can not ruin a series but you can make a series drop quite a bit from an ending mm-hmm. so depending on how it ends up ending <laughs> we, overall we for sure <laughs> uh, it would de- it would determine like it, right now 8.5 or 9 mm-hmm. but there's potential to as we've seen have tons of great writing and then at the very end fuck up everything yeah so uh i definitely don't want to say it's a masterpiece right now but it's definitely great and i hope it continues this pacing and storytelling uh throughout the entirety of its manga run and hopefully (laughs) isn't uh an extended yeah. period of time where the, hopefully the manga has this is it we're not over we're not over doing it with the amount and right we're, 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 they, yeah, when they, when it's ready to get, get, get out in, they, mm-hmm. yeah uh well i i would say that this is definitely a strong 9 for me uh, maybe getting towards a 10 if I include the manga. But I don't want to throw mm. that in there for this because I know a lot of people haven't read it and are still waiting for that second season. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like the post-apocalyptic story. That's something that I like reading. I don't know why. It's just a neat story hook. I like the way that not every person they come across is is bad. There are people in the post-apocalypse mm-hmm. just trying to live their life. and Like my boy Juichi. Exactly. It, it, I mean, yes, yes, but like maybe not the best <laughs> example. <laughs> He's just trying to make a living entertaining people. <laughs> He, he may have done some things that maybe he shouldn't have done, but that man deserved it. He did deserve it. Fuck that guy. Oh my god, I hate him. Who does that? You're all trapped together. Come on, man. Let one man escape so maybe he could bring help. <laughs> but when oh. you think about it, the fact that he uh the fact that he yelled out for help is what ended up getting them all freed in the first place yeah because yeah yeah in, in reality, in reality <laughs> yeah. that I guy mean, was the it, hero one of the children had to be killed to turn into a hero coat to then attack the facility and allow everybody to escape but that wouldn't have happened if, if he didn't if he wasn't a piece of shit <laughs> so <laughs> Exactly. I, I suppose. <laughs> well, In the most roundabout way. But yeah, no, I, I, I like this one. The manga keeps getting better. I can't wait for more. I, I guess that leaves the final question for Brian. Who was your waifu, Brian? 
I throughout my watch through or my the watching, I was definitely a, a big Kitiko <sighs> But then like right at the end I I flipped and Hell yeah. There you go. Always stoned. <laughs> it was high as fuck all the time. I love the <laughs> Doesn't really give a shit about anything. She's just vibing. Plus her story was really emotional. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's what mm-hmm. really that'll draw me to a character is is a, a good story, and that was Kitiko for for most mm-hmm. of the se- series or most of the season, and then and then they really like they definitely backloaded the the Mimihime story, and that really <laughs> plus when you get to the last episode you realize her story's longer. <laughs> We're gonna get more right. <laughs> I so we all we actually all just picked Mimihime. Uh yes. <laughs> Mimihime best girl. I think so. Best boy is Juichi. <laughs> I still like Maru. I, I think Maru. Uh <laughs> actually, you know, uh I, I'm I'm down for a hyperactive boy, oh, so I oh, yeah, go that's, for Taka. that's something I wanted to mention before we wrap this up uh taka taka's name means uh what is it hawk falcon in japanese (laughs) so Hmm. i have a feeling he was the bird huh yeah that that (laughs) definitely that would track i just noticed hmm? uh speaking of the uh you can continue. I'll, I'll say what I was going to say afterwards. Oh, I was just going to say that, you know, based on that overt <laughs> implication, I, yeah. I have a feeling they're not being subtle about that one. But I was going to say that uh, <laughs> Usami and Shiro have the same voice actor, too. They do. I didn't realize that until I was looking it up on my anime list. <laughs> so they uh didn't even... <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, they they really like. <laughs> they didn't even try to hide that. I mean, the voice actor did do a good job of. Um, he, yeah, it sounds he sounds different. He definitely sounds significantly yeah. older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, that I without looking at the cast, I wouldn't have noticed it. Yeah. Did you guys watch it dubbed or subbed? I ended up watching it dubbed because I, I watched. I was like, I'll give it a shot. Let me see how it is. Mm-hmm. And the dub was actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, I... I didn't really have any issues with it. Like, we, I tried to watch, I, I wanted to make sure, so I, I was like, let me make sure that maybe I'm just not old and tired of reading subtitles. So I tr- went to go watch another show with a dub that I hadn't seen before. And I was like, nope, this just had a decent dub. This <laughs> The dub for the other show was bad. Uh, so, <laughs> definitely it, it was just an actual decent a good dub mm-hmm. that's good to hear maybe I'll watch it a third time mm. <laughs> while waiting for season two 
<laughs> Damn, the mate, the guy that did Shiro's uh, voice actor also uh, voiced Pikachu in <laughs> uh, cube-shaped Pokemon on QB Island. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this huh. is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Haven't heard oh, of he that He was Einar in uh, Vinland Saga. Huh. Are we oh, still wow. talking about the dub actor or the sub? The the, the Japanese actor. Gotcha. Junsuke okay. Takeuchi. Yeah, he he. Which we we've got to we've got to sit down and power through. Yeah, uh, I want to keep going with that one. Saga with you, Anthony. Yeah, that we, one's we got a good to dub too. Make some headway. Well, yeah, it does. What should we uh? What should we uh, pick for our next show? Oh yeah. Ascalad. We don't have one lined up yet. I haven't really given it much thought. Um, let's see. Did you have when any does idea? Free Ren end. Uh, I've just loving Free Ren so night. far. I think yeah. Free Ren might already be over. Oh really? Is it? Oh no. Oh, I actually, you know what? <clears throat> Never mind. I did find an anime that we oh. uh, we all can watch. Yeah, it's um, it's actually airing this season. No, um, it's so sul- <laughs> subtitled. I, I don't. <laughs> no. I'm already so suspicious, here. but I don't know if we should do currently airing things either. <laughs> Oh yeah, maybe it's okay. There's another episode of of coming out. Maybe it isn't going to be 13 episodes. Maybe it's more. 28. Okay, I didn't know it was going to be uh, two core. I'm thrilled about that because this one's been great. But yeah, Brian, I'd uh, like to talk about this one at some well, point. This this looks what is it? <laughs> this looks great too. I, uh, admittedly, I, I, I don't know <laughs> the full, the subtitle, because, uh, uh, I found it last night, <laughs> and, um, I can't remember it, but there's Yay! a new Idol Master this watch, season, we let's, should let's watch, watch Idol Master Xenoglossia, <laughs> how about that? The first Idol Master anime. Uh, I, nah, <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know. I don't. I don't want to either. Please, please, please don't make me. Wait, is the new Idol Master CG animated too? It looks... uh, is it the whole thing? Not There's too. a screenshot uh, that came up, and it wasn't them performing. It is. It's CG, but it's not even good CG. Oh, like. Still, image-wise, it looks fine, but it the performances look fine. But everything else suffers from the CG of character does movement and then stands completely still, which looks fine when it's 2D. It does mm-hmm. not look good when it's 3D. No. Like... What studio did this? Shirogumi? <laughs> I don't know that one. 
I'm trying to. So I've seen I've seen an anime that they've done before, Antique Bakery, but most of their stuff isn't CG. I don't know why they it must be just so they could fucking pump it out to go along with the smartphone game. Oh, there's a new one. Well, no, I guess not because smart the mm. million live smartphone game came out in 2017. So I don't know why it took this long to come out. Oh. But no, I'm not watching it. <laughs> uh, I'll just yeah. my score is a zero out of ten. Take a stand on that one. I'm with you. Uh, never, but I'm never watching that much Idol Master again. We could we could watch Pupa. This sounds suspicious. Pupa is a short form, like short episode anime, uh, original net animation. About a a guy whose sister becomes a mo- flesh eating monster person thing, but he's also immortal. So they form a, a weird incest relationship because he wants to keep her from eating humans. So he feeds her portions of his body, and it gets really fucking weird, and it's really bad. Uh, not super <laughs> into that. <laughs> Not. <laughs> I I can't believe that Anthony's uh, not body horror for this. is not my thing, Let's and that's see, exactly though. what that sounds like. I think we should watch an isekai. An isekai? Uh, what's... we should watch Reborn as a Vending Machine. Now I wander the dungeon. Oh yeah. Okay, I'd be up for that. <laughs> is that done? Yeah, it finished airing uh, like last season. Okay. I I I, yeah. I am, was interested in watching that. So because it, it just it does. It I sounds have, stupid I enough have this to be interesting as a physical copy of the novel. I, the novel, I think I don't think I've opened it before. So <laughs> let me check. <laughs> So I initially bought it, <laughs> bought the no- volume one of the novel, as a, just because I thought it was fucking funny that it was exactly. even a thing. Yeah, okay. But okay, I did read it. it. It's At least the light novel isn't too bad. It gets kind of smart with how it handles the weird idea. Yeah. But it's still, I don't know if I would put it in anime form, but also uh, I heard that it. I've seen people say the anime isn't horrible. Okay. And it almost has a score of a seven on my anime list, so it something almost must, has a score of seven? It's six point oh fifty five. Oh. <laughs> which is definitely that's hard to tell by my anime list measures, that could be absolutely horrible, or if people review things correctly and use the numbers the way they're meant to be, that could be pretty good. It's got a four point two stars on Crunchyroll. I, I, I think everything has 4.2 stars on Crunchyroll. <laughs> Crunchyroll viewers will just rate everything 4 or 5 out of 10. Or 4, <laughs> four or 5 out of 5. Be like, ah, yes, this was the greatest anime I've ever watched. Uh-huh. So I, I don't... Anytime I'm looking for something to watch and I see it has a 4 or 5 on Crunchyroll, I'm like, oh, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this number. But yeah, I've that if that works for you too. 
That one works for me. Oh, what was that other one that came out yeah. last season? I would like to watch Working for God in a Godless World. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that one would be also a interesting choice. The fucking putting of the guy's face on top of a real life <laughs> yeah. video of a guy riding a tractor. I'd, I'd like to watch this, so I think it'd be fun to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> whichever one either one of those two <laughs> i'm okay with with either one uh we can do they both one after sound the ridiculous. other yeah so okay yeah uh, let's start let's start with the vending machine and, and then, then this we'll watch. one sounds that sounds good to me okay got the next <laughs> couple episodes planned out all right well that's our episode. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope you have have a good time.